All right. Welcome to Help Desk with Joe. We have with us today, Joe and Justin and myself. And this is show number 45. And as always, Joe, A&M Digital Technologies bringing information, news and updates, product reviews and all the good stuff dealing with technology to the local consumer and businesses and uh, a small business doing good stuff here in our community. So show 45, just because it's a number 45 seems like it's a milestone that we've hit. And even here in these times of COVID, we've managed to have our shows and we're back doing another remote one. So, gentlemen, welcome. Morning, Dave. Glad to be here. Yeah. And Justin, you're in as a regular now. Uh, we used mm -hmm. to call you a guest there for a while, but now it's regular deal. So, yeah. To, uh, just <laughs> one of us. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. You just got lumped in with uh, myself and Joe, and I'm not sure that that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh, moderator maybe could be called sometimes or uh, <laughs> a guy that's keeping us on track, but I'm still working on on that yeah. skill set. <laughs> that's I, was a tough say, I, always, I always refer to Justin as the adult in the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, show 45, you got a good lineup for us today, Joe, and let's start off talking about our news update number one, and that's the new Samsung Galaxy phone. Tell us what's new. Yeah, I read this last night, David. I knew you in particular would be excited because you're a diehard Samsung user. Yep. So Samsung is releasing their new model of Galaxy phones starting January 29th. This will include the S21 Ultra model with five cameras. Five cameras? What in the world does somebody need five cameras for, Joe? Dave, I have no idea, but if I can pull it up, I didn't think this till literally just now yeah i might try that but it is goofy as all get out really so, so do you think this is a good thing or just a prank not a prank but maybe something that's just not needed uh well in my opinion it's not needed but i can go over the specs here i'll wait for that to load so they're currently now available for pre-order the regular s21 starts at 799 dollars that 21 plus starts at $999. And the <clears throat> S21 Ultra, which gains the S Pen support, starts at $1,199. Of course, the S Pen sold separately. At that price, I'm sure they couldn't afford to throw the S Pen in with it. <laughs> I just I'm, I'm seeing one that has like three cameras as well. Yeah, that's that's the <clears throat> just the S21. Mm-hmm. Man, five cameras. That just seems ridiculous to me. I mean, I don't, don't get me wrong. Can... I use my phone as a camera, but yeah. Wow, really? And a uh, 12 megapixel. I mean, like DLRs back in the day, weren't they something like that? Or maybe I just don't know my camera stuff very well. But no, yeah. They dropped like the... 25 megapixel if they're really serious, but then they dropped back down just because it wasn't yeah. worth having huge raw files. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of backpedaled on that. So, right it, right it. Hmm. Yeah. so let me let me go over the specs. Let me put this back. This is crazy. Okay. So there's an ultra version too, right? Did you mention that one? Yeah, that's eleven hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 weird to think that. How many cameras does the new iPhones? I know that it started with a phone came out and had three cameras or, you know, had two cameras. That was yeah, a big deal. 
think two on the newer iPhones. Two uh, cameras on those. Although, maybe I'm a small at, little one too. I'm looking at my phone now. It looks like it might have three cameras. <laughs> Which I mean, I don't, I don't know. Let's see if you can see it there. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Mine's a couple years old now, but I didn't realize it had three cameras. There, can you guys see that? Yep. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so there, there's the five cameras. Wow. That is pretty crazy. I assume uh, what's under the hood is pretty impressive spec-wise. They're trying to put a lot, make a pretty powerful phone. Yeah. So under the hood, <clears throat> the pre-orders, like I said, can be ordered on Samsung.com, but that was Verizon's website that I pulled up, and looks like you can pre-order there as well. Uh, the S21 and the 21 Plus come with 8 gigs of RAM with a minimum of 128 gigs of storage, upgradable to 256 with the use of a uh, micro SD card. The S21 Ultra comes with 128 gig of internal storage and 12 gigs of RAM, which is upgradable to 256 and 512 gigs of storage, and it comes with 16 gigs of RAM. Wow. How how impressive is that, Joe? I'm not a technology guy, and I'm not really a big phone guy. I just get, you know, when time comes to upgrade, I upgrade to whatever is there. Um, how impressive is that? Do you, that's, what's, that's, what's your take? That's pretty impressive. For the price point, I I'm impressed with the, the specs of the speed for the RAM and the and storage size. How does it stack up to other new phones coming out? It, it ranks right up there. The Galaxy series with Samsung always tries to be neck and neck with the Apple iPhones. So, I mean, yeah. they're right there with them. So it's, this isn't a cheap, you know, bargain basement deal on, on a smartphone. This is the top of the line as far as Samsung. It's their flagship model. Yeah. You feel like it's going to make a, is this a phone that's going to make a wave with the five cameras? Like, is that going to be something that people are just going to clamor all over themselves to go get? Or is it just going to be the standard? That's what I'm anxious to see how this turns out. I, I'm, I think initially you're just going to get a lot of wow factor until people actually start seeing the results of it. And then that'll be the big determining factor of whether it takes off or not. So not so not all the models had the five cameras. The S21 and the 21 Plus has four cameras, three on the rear, one on the front. And then the 21 Ultra had, actually has the five, the four on the rear, including the dual telephoto lens. And one on the front. Huh. So what really surprised me was the S21 and the S21 Plus has a 64 megapixel total telephoto cameras with and a twi 12 megapixel wide angle cameras. The Ultra's new dual lens system pairing with an optical 3x, optical and 10x lenses is capable of 100 space zoom and the and separate 108 megapixel wide angle. All three have the 12 megapixel ultra wide angle lenses, but just a 64 megapixel and 108 megapixel that just blew me away. <clears throat> Why? Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how important that is. Does that makes sense. I mean, I know the more megapixels, the better the picture and all that. But I mean, phones right now are so good. People were using them as their regular cameras and then, you know, printing really good pictures off of them. So how much better could it possibly get that it makes a difference? 
Right. That's that's where I'm coming at. That's what surprises me so much is I remember back to the days of, you know, just a few years ago where 12 to 16 megapixel was big news. And I'm yeah. going back farther when to a mom and dad's first digital camera was a five megapixel. And that was oh, yeah. that was big stuff then. So so hearing 100, you know, 64 and 108 megapixel, that's just mind boggling as I, you know, when you thought 15 was kind of like the top notch as far as megapixels go. Yeah, I'm not for most for 90 percent of pictures, it wouldn't matter in terms of print it out. But maybe if you want to make a poster, I guess the bigger your print out. The more and more you blow it up, the you know, the more that stuff like that would matter for having a clear printout. I mean, it's kind of crazy. You can buy a five megapixel like the little square handhelds that you'd stick in your pocket for 80 bucks. That gets you five megapixels now. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I'm just going to look here. So the Canon EOS M50, which is a digital DSLR. DSLR, yep. It showed me what the megapixels were. I mean, it's a $650 price tag. And it's a 24 megapixel. See, there you go. Yeah. So uh, really, so my, it's uh, kind of crazy. Sorry, Justin. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right. I uh, just saw as I was scrolling through that Samsung plans on uh, eventually removing charger and earbuds from their phones. Yeah. And if you could do that yeah. right, it'd be. I mean, it might be good just to keep stuff out of your phone, not have any holes in it. For stuff to get it dirt and stuff I, to get it. I think, I think they're talking about the actual charging cable, the charging brick, the power, the USB to electric outlet. Mm. Because Apple just did that with their latest model of iPhones. They've taken the the uh, charging uh, port Cord. out of yeah the the they left the USB cable, but the electric outlet to USB adapter they took those out of the boxes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're just not going to give them to you. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. For, for a nominal fee, they will, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in reality, how many people use those anymore? I mean, I have one here because of just access to an outlet, but really, you know, you plug them into your laptop anymore, your car comes with a USB adapter to charge. I don't know. I mean, it's going by the wayside slowly but surely, so... It makes sense. It's going to save them a little bit of money, but how many people use those now? I was actually surprised to see that they was actually trying to do that. I mean, I can understand part of the problem with the reasoning was, which they didn't say, was probably a lot of do had to do with COVID and part availability and all that over in China trying to get it to come with it. As we saw Maybe. last year, well, however, everything was almost impossible to get. I get it, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. Because well, you're always because they're, they're, you're going to run into a certain situation where you're going to have like a first time smartphone buyer that doesn't have that type of, of power brick. And it reminds me of the days of, OK, what? First time smartphone buyer with. No, we're beyond that. <laughs> I don't know anybody first time phone buyer. Everybody. I mean, yeah, four year old kids have phones now. And everybody has hand-me-downs, so yeah. No, nah, we got more. I mean, I have two kids here, and we got more power cords everywhere than three people should really have. We got enough for like seven. 
There's one in the bedroom, one in the living room, one in the kitchen. You know, I don't know. I see what you're saying, but devil's advocate there. It's hard. I mean, I, I would say you could probably walk down the street and find a plug-in for your phone just sitting around somewhere in the street. They're everywhere. I mean, hotels don't even use them anymore. Now they have the, ho- the USB plug-ins and the lamps. Right. Well, my thoughts are the printer companies got in trouble for doing something similar to this years ago. They would sell you the printer, but then for an extra $10, you could get the USB cable. So my thoughts are, okay, how long is it going to take first for them to find some kind of lawyer that is savvy enough to make a case on this? Maybe, maybe, but I, I'm saying no. I'm saying nobody will even notice. It's so universal. That's the thing. It's universal now. <laughs> uh, when's the last time you guys? So have either of you bought a wall adapter? The in, USB? Say, last, last three months, six months, year? <laughs> no, yeah, granted, our phones came with them, I guess, but still have them, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes they get lost, but I I just bought some cables recently, but not a wall thing. I have wall things around. Yeah, so I can see buying new cables. Yeah. But, oh, well. Anyway, so Joe, what kind of hits this phone going to have? Do you think it's something that's groundbreaking that's going to make a real difference in the cell phone business, or is it just another rollout? Well, at this point, the cameras are the big, the big, uh, hoopla the what, what everybody's going to be talking about the price points kind of shocked me especially with you know covid still wreaking havoc and not everybody's back to work yet and all that so the price points kind of shocked me but those prices are actually two hundred dollars cheaper than the s20 models released in march really so they got yeah. a little cheaper you think that's due to covid and just people having less money trying to match the economy Samsung uh, made a statement said that that played part of it in was COVID plus trying to be competitive with the latest model of iPhone, trying to be in the same neck to neck race and far as price point and all that goes. Yeah, that's it. We talked about iPhone coming down into the middle rung with their latest phone. So, yeah, cell phone wars, by golly. That's okay. I mean, the consumer will be the benefit winner of that deal. Yeah, that, that's what's nice is when in the, when these kind of situations come up, most of the time we as the consumers are the winners out of it. So, yeah. So, are you switching to Samsung, Justin? You switching to Samsung now? Get five cameras? Yeah. As soon as this thing breaks, it keeps on going though. So, <laughs> I'm gonna wait till this phone bites the dust. Well, always. I'm anxious to see how people are going to react with the cameras because I know when Apple released their new phone with the, all the cameras, somebody literally made a case that had Arnold Schwarzenegger on the back, and I don't remember which movie it was, and it was one that he was holding the big bazooka, and the cameras was actually the bazooka part. Ah, nice. <laughs> and it just fit perfect. Yeah. So, Justin, is that you're switching to Samsung after your iPhone goes bad? Is that what you're saying? You're going to jump uh, to Team Samsung? I'd be up for it. I mean, I'm not totally uh, wedded to iPhone. <coughs> I see. You guys are always praising, singing the praises of uh, uh, Android, so maybe. Maybe. Well, Justin, you know that according to Apple, that's blasphemy, right? That, <laughs> that you're talking about possibly leaving. <laughs> yeah, this, this, whole, this whole episode might get yanked for that. that yeah, the, right there. yeah, they're going to pull you from iCloud. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> 
it'll definitely be if I did switch, it'd be a bit of an adjustment. Probably a little bit of frustration, like once you get so used to the way a certain thing works. But I think it would be easier for you. You'd be like, oh, that is better. Wow. I don't know why I had to fight this uphill battle for so long. <laughs> so you've <laughs> neither of you guys have ever had an iPhone? No, I did. I actually did. Yeah. I had an iPhone 4 for a couple years. Uh-huh. Loved it. Can't say anything bad about it. But when I went back to get a new phone at the time, it was between, I think it was the iPhone 6 and the Nexus 5. And I literally, what sold me at the time was the Nexus 5 had more bells and whistles. And yeah. one of the bells and whistles that sold me on was wireless charging and fell in love with it. Yeah. And once I got used to Android and figured out at the time that I was able to do way more than on iPhone, mm-hmm. I was like, yep, it, it's it's a done deal. I'm not going back. Yeah. And I've never yeah. gone back to an iPhone. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I've never had an iPhone, so I've always been, uh, I've had the Palms for a while, but otherwise Samsung. Yep. Boy, that's yeah. going back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Way back. <laughs> I like the Palms though. I like the little keyboards. And I remember thinking the first time I saw the, the keypad that was not, a didn't have the little buttons, you know, the physical buttons, it was just the screen and you tapped. I was like, how in the world would somebody learn, you know, how do you yeah. know it's, Letters you're typing. So mysterious. But like anything else, you adapt and go on. Did you ever do the T9 texting? I did have to have to hit three like three times. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Back in the day. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the old flip phone. You could get to where you could like do it without looking at it because you're so gets your I was 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 used to like clicking on it like that. Yeah. I was never that good. Yeah, the phone scene and I had before we both got iPhones was it was an LG and it, it was about the size of a candy bar and it actually slid up and had the whole little full keyboard underneath. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. The little slider deals are awesome. Yes. And honestly, I wouldn't be objected to, you know, these newer smartphones having that capability. I mean... It should be a little extra bell and whistle that, you know, they could probably make a few extra bucks. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, we're buying cases for iPads that have keyboards built in. So why not do one for like an iPhone or a Samsung? Yeah, it's different when you got to type documents and stuff. True. Yeah. Either way. All right. So Samsung going to make a splash. All right. Do you think this will be popular, Joe? What do you think? You're going to... You're definitely going to hit your Samsung diehard fans. They're going to be the ones standing in line getting it. Now, how they react to it, that's what I'm wanting to, I'm anxious to see is how they react to it. Get some actual product reviews. Yeah. Well, next time I see Justin, he's out the farm. We'll break his phone for him and he can go get a new one tried out. <laughs> now, be an automatic product review. <laughs> now, Justin, you heard that since. It, that could be considered a company purchase, so then you wouldn't have to worry about the bill that way. Yeah. A&M Digital Technologies covers a lot of good things. Let me just no, tell no, you. no, 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 no. A&M <laughs> did, didn't break. It didn't break on A&M Tower property, so. I don't know. It's for the show, so it kind of falls under that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, yeah, you've seen our budget, Dave, for the show. <laughs> Cena's got some tight reins on our budget. we got to loosen those reins up a little bit buy some stuff. Well, if if – if I win the Mega Millions tonight or the Powerball tomorrow night, we, we won't have to worry about a budget. I'll just put it that way. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I yeah, don't we, may, okay. we may have to do the show in person in like Florida or Hawaii. You you guys pick, but but uh, we'll we'll actually have a budget at that point. Nice. Well, let's move on to news update number two. You got a little news for Google and Fitbit. Yes. So Google has uh, completed its $2.1 billion acquisition of Fitbit. So it's it's kind of a good news, possibly bad news situation in this whole acquisition. So yesterday, Google completed its acquisition of that, which comes after 14 months of Google working with Fitbit to to seal the deal to buy Fitbit out. So here's where the issue lies. Google, and it's no secret that Google makes its money on buy, on collecting and selling data. Yeah. So a lot of people are up in arms saying, hey, now are you trying, are you buying Fitbit so you can uh track and monitor and sell all of our fitness data so well Google's i mean saying, I, I feel two ways about that i don't know why that's a concern you carry your phone everywhere you go anyway you know people are so worried about and i've heard all kinds of stuff you know bill gates getting the vaccine getting a chip implanted by the same people that carry the phone everywhere that spies on them regardless so I don't understand what the big deal is if your Fitbit says how many steps you've done or what your heart rate is. I mean, you're giving up so much information by packing around your phone and having conversations and taking pictures. Uh, I just, I don't get it. But well, go ahead. Sorry. So Google, everybody knows Google makes its money on selling yeah. ads based on information it collects from its users and whereabouts. Privacy watchdogs feared it might exploit Fitbit to peer even deeper into people's lives. But Google wound up entering a series of commitments in Europe and other parts of the world pledging it won't use the health and fitness data from Fitbit's 29 million users to sell more ads. It insists that it is more interested in adding Fitbit to its expanding arsenal of internet-connected products, which currently includes smartphones, laptops, speakers, cameras, and thermostats. Yeah, this kind of seems like the wise, and this is the time to bring up wise in the show, as usual. You know, Wise has a, and you actually have it, right? You have the Wise Watch, I guess. Yes. Is that right? Yes. The, yeah. the, I have the Wise. Well, I have the Wise Band. I don't have the new. Yeah, Wise Band. Watch. There you go. That's what yeah. I meant. But you know, so Wise does security cameras, door locks, um, thermostats, vacuums, and the fitness band. So, I mean, everybody's in the game. Yeah. So everybody's still kind of a little leery on the whole situation because Google is, of course, it's not set to go before, I think it's the Supreme Court till 2023, but they're they're in the middle of an antitrust potential lawsuit anyway. So this just adds to the pile of people going, eh, don't know if this is a good thing or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. And that's, that's a hard, hard deal, especially with all the data that gets transferred around. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, so to say, which is kind of a cop out, but it's kind of crazy. Well, I don't, do you see this as being a big deal in your tech? I mean, you're more in the technology world than I am. So is this a big deal for you? I'm anxious to see what Google does with it. Hopefully they can put the Google polish on it and take a great product and make it even better. Yeah. But on the flip side of that coin, I can see the privacy issue as far as I pull into a fast food restaurant and my... Fitbit goes off and goes, ah, you shouldn't be here. 
<laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, it puts a bummer when I'm trying to eat a big bag of McDonald's fries. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm with you, but the way the America's health is right now, maybe not a bad thing. Yeah, so I'm Google, saying, little Google chaperone, little personal trainer for you. Yeah, and then that's when you start seeing the streets lined with Fitbits for people just roll the window down before they get in the parking lot and just chuck it out the window. <laughs> I don't. That might be good for sales, though. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Look how many Fitbit replacements we've had. That's what yeah. somebody's saying. They're like, we like this plan. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, Google buying Fitbit. Do, Justin, do you use Fitbit at all? Have you ever used uh, any of those? No, I never have. Um, I know you're an avid runner and hiker and so forth. So. Yeah, I'd I kind of want to get a watch just because I'd like to keep my yearly mileage. And I have a an app, but I don't feel like uh, putting my phone on my person every time I run. So it'd be kind of nice to have a watch. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the the Wise uh, Fitness Band. It's like okay. 20 or 30 bucks. Now, my only issue, I had a Fitbit before. Absolutely loved it. And what I loved about it was it would do a comparison chart between what I ate versus my activity rate. So I was actually able to put in what I ate during the day and it would track the calories on that and then versus what I would walk or exercise or whatever. So then that actually helped me personally on saying, OK, yeah, I ate more than what I burned. So I actually need to get up and do something so you lose that feature with the Wise, but the Wise still tracks your footsteps and all that. So it's a little mm -hmm. trade-off, but, you know, for a starter, can't go wrong with the Wise. But if you want the full-blown package, by all means, definitely go with Fitbit. Good. Man, Wise, Wise should be sponsoring our show. That's all I'm saying. I know. I need to get onto them on that and see if that's even possible. Because, I mean, as much, as much free advertising as we give them. Oh, as much as we talk about them? Yeah, I agree. You know, then, all I, they don't have to send us money. Now, if they want to send us uh, a list. They'll of, have to, but they're more than welcome. Yeah. And now, they don't have, if they just want to send us product and wise, I'm telling you right now, that's not very many products that you'll have to send us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because we already, I mean, myself personally, I own almost all of your products anyway. Now, Dave and Justin, on the other hand, their list is going to be a little longer, but yeah. you want to send, I'll send us uh, a robot vacuum to, Review, we'd be more than happy to uh, oblige an honest review on it. Yeah, there you go. That's our plug for Wise this show, which I think they get one about every show. So you know how that works. Did you look into the beta testing, Joe? I did. I've, there's the, with the, with the beta testing, most of it is involved in the software, not so much the hardware. Mm, okay. So I'm a little, little anxious uh, part of me is going yeah 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 let's let's beta test i want to be the beta test on the software but then on the other side i'm like the reason i love wise products is because it works and the stability of it i don't know if i want to open up pandora's box and be the yeah. guinea pig <laughs> yeah yeah all right well google fitbit we'll see where justin goes as he wants to track his runs and we'll keep that uh, in mind in a future show see what happens mm -hmm. with justin and what kind of digital tracking device he's willing to jump on to yeah okay all right update number three joe you got some news about ring and i understand they're in hot water again uh, yeah uh, again okay so rings neighbors app has exposed users home addresses locations due to a security flaw hold on what is that neighbors app 
yeah, their neighbor's app. So what it is is if you, if you have a Ring video doorbell, what you can do is you can link it with what they call the Ring neighbor's app. So if anybody else in your neighborhood, excuse me, has a Ring video doorbell as well, you can set that up as almost a virtual neighborhood watch. Really? So then if something's going on at your house, you could send an alert to the neighbor's app and then Justin and I would get that alert to say, hey, there's somebody lurking in my backyard or, hey, be on the lookout for this, that, or the other. Okay. Mm -hmm. So kind of, yeah, I see what you're saying. Kind of link it up so that if someone, if some suspicious activity happens, your neighbor can check on it for you if they're home. Right. Okay. So what, so, and they had a data loss, data breach? Well, no, the, the app exposed people's home addresses and their locations. So the security bug affected users who posted on the Neighborhood Watch app, which lets residents report nearby crimes and public safety issues. The Amazon-owned app was retrieving hidden data, including users' home addresses from Ring servers. The information wasn't visible to app users. A Ring spokesperson said that they fixed the issue after they became aware of it, <clears throat> and they have not identified any evidence of this information being accessed or used maliciously. Hmm. With the fix, the application programming interface, or API, only provides now the city, state, and zip codes of posts, as well as approximate latitude and longitude locations. So Google, the people are worried about Google selling their information or utilizing it for their sales, and Ring's just giving it away. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stories there, Joe. I don't know. Kind of crazy. Well, it is Amazon, so, the, you know, they're kind of right there in the same boat with Google, so I'm, I would love to say I was shocked but I'd be lying if I did. <laughs> That's about like saying I'm shocked my credit card information got divulged. Yeah. It happens about every year. <laughs> hmm. Well, show 45s turned out to be, uh, man, I don't know. Well, I guess the Samsung phone's a good news story. But the other two, ooh, hoogity boogity. Yeah, right. you think it's 2020 all over again. Yeah, yeah. Has 2020 really stopped yet? Where are we at here? Okay. I think it's just 2020 part two. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. The sequel. I think it's yeah, like a lot of people are Gosh. Although okay. I did see something the other day where uh, people was claiming that Mad Max uh, was staged for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's just great. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, all right. Well, three good news updates, Joe. As usual, taking care of people, letting them know what's new in the technology world helping out consumers, letting people be aware of what's going on out there. And if you're like myself, a Samsung user, new Samsung phone, I might just have to have five cameras. You just never know. <laughs> How's uh, How is your phone holding up, Dave? Uh, how close are we to a, a update time? You know, I don't know. I mean, my phone's, I'm, I'm not super hard on my phone, so I don't do anything crazy. But uh, yeah. why do you ask? Is mine getting chucked out the farm too now? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> What kind yeah, of plan are we hatching here, Justin? If we're uh, hammering a board or something, your phone might just slip under that hammer or something, maybe. <laughs> I see how this is. Yeah. You no longer need that phone. I need a new Samsung. <laughs> here we go. Let me let me try it out. Is that, is that where yeah, we're going here? I don't know. This is awful suspicious. Joe, you're witnessing it here. I've got My a, phone uh, disappears. Kind of I don't know what you got uh, talking about. Got a kind of embarrassing phone-destroying story that you guys might get a kick out of. Uh, I was going 
kayaking down the river one time and I thought, man, it'd be cool to take some pictures while I'm out there. So I went and got the uh, life proof case, totally sealed up my phone. I'm good to go. And by the end of the kayaking trip, my phone was destroyed. <laughs> it's not waterproof, I guess. The Even life case is it's billed as being waterproof, but I think maybe I uh, it popped open at some point, but <laughs> didn't get it. Oh man! I took some pictures while I was down the river, and then by the end of it, I didn't have a phone though. So, oh man, yeah. I thought, but I thought you insurance did replace it. I said, uh, I think I said it fell into the water, not that I uh, intentionally went into water with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they got me a new one. I oh, thought boy. you were going to say that. Uh, while you was going down the river, it just fell out of your pocket and you lost it. I, that's where I thought you was going with it. Yeah, it's waterproof, but I lost it somewhere along the way. <laughs> oh, I've had people tell me that too, where uh, it's fell off a boat with the life proof on it and they went home and were able to see the little pin where it was in the middle of a lake. So oh, it's gosh. still on at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> yeah. That would yeah. be rough. Yeah. Knowing it's there, but you just can't get to it. A buddy of mine, he bought his dad a brand new iPhone. His dad literally didn't have it 12 hours and went out fishing and it fell out of his pocket. It was in a life proof case, but fell out of his pocket, went to the bottom of the lake, waited two days to before he went back to go. He got scuba gear and went to go look for it. And my buddy goes, why are you doing it at this point? It's been two days with the ship, the water underneath. He said, you're just, you're wasting your time. I'll find it. They never found it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he called me. He goes, what do I do? I said, well, get the new phone, get a life proof case. And then you're going, I said, then you're going to get a life proof buoy for it. So. Yeah. yeah that so or tie that sucker to Give him a piece of string. I mean, come on. Oh, no, this life-proof buoy, it's like this thick, and it's like twice the size of the phone, and you just set your phone in it. So when you drop it, it literally – but it, it even comes with a lanyard. So if it falls yeah. off, it just bobs. And well, that's what I mean. Just tie it to yourself. You don't have to buy a buoy. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I've had my phone and had, and got one of those little uh, air inflatable cases with the – you know, you kind of zip it shut. Yeah, they essentially put it in a sandwich bag, but, you know, one made for it. It's like $10 at – field and streamer mm -hmm. but uh, i thought about it and i was like we're going down the elk river where there's rapids and stuff it's like it could fall out and i just never see it again because it gets away from me mm -hmm. so i took that and tied it to my boat so i had about 10 foot of string so i could move with it get off the boat whatever but it was still tied to the boat so nice. anyway. yeah i got kids you know you gotta prepare for that <laughs> yeah so dave tied his phone to the boat but didn't tie the kids to the boat <laughs> <laughs> all the kids were going everywhere anyway so it didn't matter <laughs> All right, well, those are our three news stories, Joe. Uh, what do you got this week? Product review, or uh, I forgot to ask for the show, or is this a tip of the week week, or what are we tip saying? Of week, tip of the week this week. I'm breaking out the old soapbox again. Oh, it's 2021, boy. so at the start of the year, I have to give my New Year's resolutions for 2021, and I have to. It's almost the same old record. I have three things that people should, if they're not already doing, definitely should be doing in 2021. Okay. So here is Joe's tech resolutions for 2021. First up, two-factor authentication. Boy, have I and heard that before? I'm not sure. Let me think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you might have heard it a time or two. So for anybody that is new that has no idea what I'm talking about, what two-factor authentication is, 
is it's where you have to have two steps to log into your account. So one would be a password and two, uh, it would be an additional layer, whether it would more than likely what it is, is it'll be a security code, whether you use an authentication program like Google Authenticator or they'll send you a text message or send you an email, something that gives an extra layer of security for only you to access your account. So it's basically something you know and something you have. So the something you know would be your password and something you have would be your phone or email for it to send you a, a, a link or a, a code to log into your account. And you know, Joe, uh, you've told me that and you told me that a lot and then I finally did it. And that doesn't bother me as much as I thought it would. Like at first, I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's not that big a deal uh, for me to have that. And then once I realized, man, a lot of people are getting hacked and so forth, it's not that hard to add a passcode. It's just not, not, or have them send you a passcode or double check. Like I know uh, you helped me link up my phone, my laptop, and my work computer, and they'll always give me a little notification hey, your account's being accessed from, you know, a remote location. Is it you? And if it's not, you do this or whatever. So pretty easy to do, really. And it makes a ton of sense. And uh, you've kind of drilled that into my head. So hopefully people listening will, if they yeah, haven't, we, they should. We just did that the other day, Dave. Uh, we were logging into QuickBooks, I think. And it had to yeah. text you and just a yep. simple process of calling you up and or you texted us the code. Yeah, it was just a text that said, yep. here's the passcode if this is yep. you. It's locked. Yeah, it came through immediately. It's no big deal. Just got yeah, it. Very easy to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a kind of a toss up between security versus convenience. And a lot of people don't want to do it because of it being inconvenient. But you guys are a testament that it's, yes, granted, it is a minor inconvenience, but it's not yeah. like I'm trying to log in today and I got to wait for them to send me a letter in the mail in a couple of days and get it. It's usually within 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, within to, seconds, actually. Yeah, so fast. It's nice. So definitely recommend that for me as a non-technology type person. So, Justin, do you have two-factor authentication turned on on your accounts? I'm calling you out. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. It's about to get I'm not real. sure. And that oh, would, that's so a no. That's a no. They, uh, ask for your, to put a telephone number in, basically, is what your, that would be the step where I would do that? Yeah, that or use or an authenticator email. app and uh, the biggies would be like Facebook, Amazon, definitely. Google? Yeah, Google. Basically, any account that has any type of information that you don't want to fall into the wrong hands. I'll do it right now, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. All right. What's the uh, second? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, go ahead. No, yeah. The, the second tip is a password manager. Ooh. Uh, Yes, another another year of me screaming. Don't be using the same password for this for all your websites. All it takes is one one of those websites to be compromised with your password, and you are done. Because if you use the same password for everything, if your Facebook or Netflix account gets compromised, and that same password for your email, guess what? You just gave me keys to the kingdom. So now all I have to do is go through your emails, see where where all you or all the places you go, and start resetting passwords to all those places. And here's where it gets really scary, guys. This past year, I had one end user, their account became compromised, their email account became compromised. And what the hackers did, the hackers did something that I have never seen before. 
they actually went as far as not only logged into the account, didn't take, didn't change the password, but set up all new incoming emails to be auto forwarded to their email account. They said unknowingly continue to hack their email and the other user wouldn't notice. Yep. So, so yeah, so that's what was really scary was because I sent that the sent the end user an email to test it because they called and said, I'm not getting any emails, but it said, but they she said, I'm getting a bunch of calls from people saying that I'm sending out spam or virus infected emails. So I was like, oh, time out. This isn't good. So I logged in and started looking and noticed I couldn't send my email hadn't come in. And I went dug deeper into her account and found that actually the hackers had set up her any all new incoming emails to auto forward to their email accounts. So you talk about somebody in a panic and you guys know me, it takes a lot to make me panic, buddy. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary stuff. Yeah. So use a password manager to help you uh, manage your passwords and make it easier to have each website that you handle have a, have its own password. There's all kinds of them out there. The one I use is LastPass. They actually have a free version, but I use the I use the paid version, and it's not crazy expensive. It's like two dollars a month, and it helps uh, generate. You can actually use it to help generate random passwords for your websites, and then it stores it. It uses uh, an encryption for you to save your passwords. And I had the app on my phone, and actually has the extension uh, installed on Chrome and Firefox, so it's actually more convenient for me. As when I go to those login screens, it all like picks it up and I'm like puts the information in my username and my password. So in the long run, it's more convenient for me to just to go hit the login screen, log in, just click log in, and it makes it a whole lot easier and a lot more secure. Yeah. Well, that's you know that's why you're the tech guy, Joe. <laughs> Bringing all this stuff to us, us knuckleheads that struggle. So, so my last my last uh, soapbox yeah. is number back, three. Back Yes, backup, 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 backup. I might have heard this one a time or two as well. Yeah, just a time or two. So, uh, you know, when it comes to backups, the the saying is three, two, one. Three copies of your data on two different media formats, one being off-site. And in the year 2021, there literally should be no excuse of, I don't want to do backups because it's hard, it's inconvenient, it's time-consuming, I have to remember all those excuses are out the window The, you know you can buy an external hard drive anywhere we even sell them and the software even comes already pre-installed on the drives where literally you just install the software and it'll just automatically run in the background so that's your one cop that's your second copy the off-site you can actually do it manually you know have two hard drives make one copy and send it to somebody in the mail or take it somewhere or use if you have good internet, you can use an online solution. And we actually have two different options for solutions. We actually signed up with a new company uh, within the last week or two. So we have two different online solutions, one being Carbonite, which we've been, which AM has been a reseller for for several years. And we've signed up with a new company called iDrive, which it ranks right up there with Carbonite. They're actually neck and neck. So uh, you actually have the ability to back up your drives on iDrive as well. So you can go with either solution. And what those do is those run in the background automatically. So there's literally no worry on your end as far as did a backup, did a not, because it all yeah. runs in the background. You don't have to worry about it. 
And I got to say, a plug for Carmenite, Joe. You hook that up for us in our patch offices, and man, super simple. I mean, honestly, I don't even notice it. I don't know anything about it other than it's you let me know it's doing its job, and you let me know it's full occasionally. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and we've been using it for, I don't know how long, five or six years now probably. It's been a long time because we started using them. I fell in love with them and, and uh, said we have to – we have to work with them so we became a reseller for them and we've been a reseller for them for several years and yeah. like you said it just runs and it works and there's no worries I mean, it's crazy how literally i don't know anything about it other than i see it working occasionally say your carbonite's backing up maybe and even then i don't notice it so yeah well and, and it's stuff right there and it can't and it kept me in good graces with denise the other day uh denise's computer her hard drive died yeah, actually, she, we was in place. We she was doing an upgrade anyway. We just schedules hadn't set up to work for us to uh, put her new desktop in, but her yep. hard drive did die, and she was starting to panic. And I reassured her. I said, Denise, this is why we have Carbonite. If we can't pull anything off the drive, this is why we have Carbonite. This is why you guys pay for that. And luckily, I was able to pull everything off the drive. But if not, we had Carbonite as a backup, so she was able to to uh, breathe a little bit and not panic so much when she saw that I wasn't you know full-on panic so yeah. I was able to crisis averted <laughs> yes and i was able to keep denise happy so that so hey, that worked out well for everybody thing. denise has to be kept happy that's that's <laughs> patch 101 denise <laughs> got to be able to do her job and she's good at it so that makes it nice okay so three new year's resolutions and you know and it's funny you go over this a couple times a year for just people out there keeping them safe helping them manage their technology that's important stuff so justin are you doing I know you're not doing two-factor authentication, so what no, about the other two? Yeah, it's it's set up. I'm set up for two two-step verification now. Yep. Okay, yeah. so you're one out of three. Yep. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> Progress so far. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Let me. So, Joe, is his uh, work laptop? Is it on Carbonite? Um, I don't think so at this point, but that's a discussion. That the three of us will need to make need to have See off air. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So so Justin, you're still one out of three. <laughs> I thought maybe you got slipped into carbonite there when you got your new work laptop, but apparently not. You're left out in the out in the cold not, still. Not yet. Well, but not uh yet. but that's that's a discussion for off air that so you might be able to knock two out of three out here before too long. Yeah. That'd be good. Yep. All right. All right, well, show 45 in the books. Man, Joe, if anybody has any questions about, and I, in my head, you know, they have a question about a phone. You can go online or you can go to your local phone dealership and kind of take care of that. And Google, Fitbit, not a big deal. Ring, eh, not a big deal. But, man, those uh, tips, New Year's resolution tips, those are money. And by that, I mean those are very important for the average consumer. So if anyone has any questions specifically about those things, how can they get a hold of you? You can give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at AM Digital Tech for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, uh, Help Desk with Joe and Dave and Justin. Uh, but it's listed as Help Desk with Joe and Dave, and it's on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, uh, anywhere that you can find your great podcast and it's hosted by anchor.fm. Yeah. Nice. All right. So that's good stuff. So Joe, as always, AM digital technology powers, all our patch stuff keeps us in a two factor authentication carbonite backed up. 
And you don't, you don't have me on the password thing yet. I know you told me about it probably a year or so ago, but I, I I'm like Justin. I just like yeah. But uh, but we'll see. Maybe one of these days. Apparently, I haven't been on my soapbox enough for you to to for me to for you just to say okay, quit nagging. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm slow. You know, it took you a while to get me on the two factor authentication, and then Carbonite was automatic. But you know, I'll get there eventually. Uh, all it takes, Dave. Uh, here's what'll happen. All it takes is your Amazon or your Facebook account to get compromised, and buddy, it, it's an easy sell after that. <laughs> Got to learn the hard way is what you're saying. Exactly. You know me well, bro. You know me well. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, you got any final words here on show 45 of Help Desk with Joe and Justin? No, I think think we covered it all. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, that's show 45 in the books. Thanks for joining in. This is Help Desk with Joe and myself and Justin. And everybody have a great week. And we'll be back with more news updates and either a product review or a tip of the week. So always, always A&M Digital Technologies with Cena behind the scenes doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, taking care of regular consumers, our community. And remember, shop small, shop local, help out our local folks here in these times of COVID. And if you need anything technology-related or just a, a person to talk to, feel free to call Joe. Contact Joe. <laughs> yeah, how about that, Joe? We'll add a new little deal in there. If you just want to talk to somebody, call Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and our answering no. service would be more than happy to talk to you. It's all automated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here's Justin's number. <laughs> oh, Justin. Oh, man. I like yeah. how you just slipped you under the bus right there. You just Yeah, that, that might drive me to destroy my phone. That, yeah, that, that yeah. might be it. <laughs> might be the, the deal. I yeah. got you. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you and great job. Show 45 in the books. Help disc with Joe and Justin. And we'll be back next week for more technology news, tips and tricks and everything else. So thanks for joining in our podcast and our uh, live show here. Thank you very much.